Live from Cobb County, they're coming off the top rope. If they can actually climb up there. You gotta be kidding me! Now don't do this! It's time for the finishing move. Our chance to talk all things wrestling with the road dog, Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan, Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe. The finishing move on Atlanta's SportsX. What's up, Matt? Bucks of youth. I knew you'd come. Good evening, wrestling fans. You're listening to The Finishing Move. It's our weekly live show. We have so many other options for you to get our opinions and thoughts on wrestling, and I'll give those to you in a moment. Uh, but I am Road Dog Adam Gillespie. The man behind the glass is John Radcliffe. How are you tonight, John? I'm well, sir. You don't sound very enthusiastic. Either. I am very enthusiastic. Don't tell me that I'm not enthusiastic. Why are you yelling at me? Why are you shouting? The like, people... Did we interrupt your day? I was taking a nap. This, 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 at 7 o'clock at night? It's my pre-sleep nap. So you, you don't do like, that? No. Your pre-sleep nap is called sleep. Was this like foreplay before you go to bed? Yeah, exactly. You got to get in the mood, right? You have to get in the mood to go to sleep. Well, I it's kind of like an appetizer before the meal. Hey, whatever. You this is do not to- unprecedented. And who? The voices you heard before you heard mine were Matt Hardy, uh, referring to the Young Bucks, who are taking a visit to uh, his land. Matt Hardy's compound. Compound. Uh, Matt Hardy's been very cryptic with a lot of things that's been going on with him and his career. and There is a lot of rumors and stuff flying around about Matt Hardy. What we think we know, though, at least, is that he's no longer under contract with WWE, correct? Correct. That's what we at least think we know. Now, what happens going on from there and where he ends up, we still don't know yet because he's been cryptic in terms of whether it be NXT, whether it would be AEW, this came from Matt Hardy's uh, YouTube channel. He has a YouTube page. Uh, him, his wife, Rebby Sky, they document all this fun that they have at the compound. And it ended, this week's ended with uh, a, a black SUV pulling up and the Young Bucks climbing out of it. And that's what you heard. So that would imply. That makes you think one way, at least, right? The NXT one is interesting to me. I mean, everybody, of course, when you think the contract's ending, you think, all right, it's either going to be AEW, maybe an Impact or an ROH. We know that they've been an Impact before, uh, and we're going to talk about Impact uh, shortly here as well. But the NXT, you know, you kind of put that under the WWE umbrella, though, don't you? So for that to kind of surface as a rumor, it's it's very interesting to me. And obviously we see right now um, Finn Balor has Again, I hate to say go down, but has gone, gone over to that brown. Has gone over to that brown, uh, brand. Brand, not brown. Not brown. Boy, if we had an audio fun bag, you'd be all sorts <laughs> of in there. But here's the peculiar thing about this whole scenario. You know, when Matt Hardy left Impact Wrestling and went and came back to the WWE, we were all looking forward to the delete, delete, delete broken Matt Hardy. What if, and I, you know, I'm throwing 100% a wild scenario out there. What if the verbiage in the contract from Impact Wrestling stated strictly you can't use this gimmick in WWE because AEW didn't exist? It kind of gives him a loophole where he can use it. 
But, well, I, I don't know if they, there very well could have been that verbiage in there, but I know he there was a legal fight between him and Impact to get that. And I last I heard, he won uh, the the legal battle. So he could have brought it to WWE. From and might what not I, have wanted it, to. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he knew his time was coming to an end. Uh, and he didn't want WWE to maybe get their hands on it. or That could have been it, too. Because remember, when AJ Styles came to WWE, that was a part of it was negotiating with AJ Styles, the phenomenal one. That was That's his brand. And ultimately, he, want, he still hangs on to all the rights that go along with that. That was a big sticking point for them. So that could be the other portion of it as well, where he just didn't want Vince to be able to reproduce and recreate. I mean, you got to keep in mind, when he left Impact Wrestling, you know, Broken Matt Hardy was by far and away one of the most popular gimmicks that was out there at the time. I mean, Bray Wyatt was on the rise. Definitely the most popular in Impact. Oh, well, never mind. I won't say that comment. don't. I won't say that comment. But, I mean, even across the country, you had people in WWE going, you know, delete, delete. And Bray Wyatt and the and the Fireflies and the, the, the Eater of World, that was kind of just coming into popularity. But here this was mystical and even with his brother Jeff Hardy as a uh, willow and, and the battles that they had it did you know kind of become a little intriguing and a little interesting there, now so. Jeff is still under contract with WWE as far as we know and he's uh, healed as well so we will probably see him back in action see soon. him returning soon uh, and um, hopefully he's he's ready to go back in action it seems like he, you know we've uh, all followed the story of Jeff Hardy and he's had his ups and downs through life uh, as we all do, uh, so hopefully he can get back in there. Yeah, not to that extent. No. Well, I, I'm not, not trying to, to you're, judge. You're right. You're right. I, I was gonna let that go. <laughs> but yeah, he's had more. You know, he's had maybe more downs and ups than others. Uh, you might struggle to pay the light bill sometimes, and here Jeff Hardy goes into a different ballpark all by himself. No disrespect to Jeff Hardy. I mean, you always sit back and wonder sometimes, what if, what if he never had his demons that he was battling and the issues he was battling, what he could have been. Um, I, I mean the, that we've got we've got to assume he's going to AEW, right? Why would the Young Bucks be doing something to potentially promote uh, Matt Hardy? Why would they be shooting a video with him? We know they've had a relationship before. Before AEW even started, the Young Bucks were at the compound and they they had a match with the Rock and Roll Express uh, at that one off night event. Uh, so I mean, they I know they have a relationship, but you got to think at this point if they're shooting videos and vignettes or whatever you want to call this with Matt Hardy, he is going to AEW, right? I mean, that's what you got to think now. But where here here's where it throws kind of I'll say a proverbial monkey wrench in the plan because everyone has speculated that the leader of the Dark Order would be Matt Hardy. Uh, yep. But now, according to the way this video looks, where the uh, the the Broken Matt Hardy, gray hair streak is coming back in. Uh, you got to believe that maybe Mo- Broken Matt Hardy is just coming and he's not the leader. So then could this be going down a different angle as well? Could we be going down a different path and we this could just be a, hey, we owe you one and let's just have a little bit of fun w- and with uh, some wrestling fans. Now, I know Tony Khan has, has openly said he would be open to some of his uh, stars doing stuff with New Japan, and he's very open to having New Japan uh, come do stuff with them, although he feels right now that it's been a one-way street uh, with only really his stars going over to New Japan to help he's them out. Wrong. Um, may, so maybe this is, uh, you know, I don't know who, who the other uh, promotion would be that Tony Khan would potentially be happy 
or cool with letting some of his stars go over to eventually get some promotion off of it. But if you think, I can't imagine him being okay with one of the major promotions that's at least uh, majority in the States. Uh, obviously, New Japan is over in Japan, so they're not here in the in the States that often. I know they were at Roxy not too long ago, a couple about a month ago. Um, but, man, I, I, I find that hard to believe that Tony Khan would be okay with just letting them do something solid for their buddy who would be uh, potentially going to, like, Impact or ROH. And also, not only that, I, I think part of it is, and I lean, you know, truthfully, more with him going to AEW because, if I'm not mistaken, I think Matt Hardy, he just had his third or fourth kid. Him and his wife, I think they just celebrated the birth of their third or fourth child. Third. So, obviously, you know, one of the things that, uh, if you've been following the finishing move for quite some time, Cody Rhodes, he said that's one of the things that their contracts are very superstar friendly in terms of the grind isn't there like you would normally have, i.e. with the WWE he would probably be more inclined to go there because now he gets to do what he loves. He gets to enjoy it as well as uh, he doesn't have the grind and gets to see his child a little bit more. So you would think, I mean, all direct, all arrows seem to be pointing to AEW. Yeah, I agree, and uh, especially with the video. Now let me get to the second layer. If we agree that he's going to AEW, you kind of brought this up a few moments ago, do you want to see him as the uh, exalted one? That's where I'm torn. That's kind of where you, you – because – I loved Broken Matt Hardy, and I think Broken Matt Hardy could still have the same effect. He could still take the mask off, still be the exalted one, and be referred to as Broken Matt Hardy, the exalted one, or the sure, exalted Yeah, I mean, he could still be the exalted one as the character and, Broken Matt. Hardy. So he, it still could play out that way. So, yes, I would, because what it opens the door to is, number one, it even just with a video like this, the personal relationship that comes in with the Young Bucks, with Cody, uh, with Dustin – the the that personal interaction that he can sit here and they can try to play off of as well as you know when Matt Hardy became broken Matt Hardy that was that was just it where everyone's what's going on with Matt Hardy he's kind of losing it out here a little bit Matt Hardy's losing his mind a little bit he can still do that and then if the time ever came Jeff Hardy wanted to come over it can continue on so it can foster other relationships that could come out of it it can still turn out to be something that could be a pretty fun gimmick that uh, I think we could all enjoy. So, yeah, I guess actually talking it out, I am okay with him becoming the exalted one. <laughs> so for, when you started your talk, you weren't really okay yeah, with him, okay but now with you talked yourself talked, into talked, it. You kind of talked it around. And <laughs> you talked yourself into it by the time you ended. I think I would be okay with it as well. I, I do want to see the broken Matt Hardy character come back. Yes. And if we get that guy as the exalted one, um, I'm cool with that. Chris Colwell, what do you think? He's out. He's unfortunately not with Boy, us tonight. Dirty jabs. You are a horrible teammate, bro. Well, I was. I mean, people were wondering where he was, and he wasn't. Who's he hasn't the been. People, it's he, me and you. No, but he thought everybody out there thought we were just talking so much that he wasn't able to get a okay, word let's, in. Okay, let's start here. Uh, if you're listening, call us at 404-741-1230. 404-741-1230 If you were wondering where Chris Colwell is, Chris will join us. He's running a little bit late uh, as. You know, Chris has a tendency to do, but neither here nor there. Um, Let me ask you a question. I want to bring up uh, a scenario. There, I feel like right now we are in the in a whirlwind of wrestling. I think about just since the last time we convened here on the live show, 
uh, last Thursday, we had Super Showdown earlier that day. Then we had SmackDown the next day. Uh, then we had um, AEW Revolution on um, Saturday. Then we had Raw. Then last night, we had our regular stuff. And even on Tuesday, we had, you know, Dark Match. Um, and we had uh, NWA Power. So there's just been so much. Uh, that has really gone on over the last seven days, uh, and there's just, there's just too much of that to break down on this show. Uh, give me, uh, g- can you give me just at least one or two highlights from the last seven days for you oh, uh, in the world of wrestling? <laughs> I, well, I'll go because I just sprung this on you since you didn't read my show notes. I'm sorry, I'm looking for show. Your show, I, they're on the printer. I'm running the board. What I do look. The glue that holds this team together, the rock of this team, man, you call. Oh, is Dwayne coming in? You call him Dwayne? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. You call him I know Dwayne? somebody who has gone and knocked on his door. He's close personal friends with him. <laughs> is that the is that the uh, <laughs> that yeah, the that's principle that you're going what we're with? Going with because because a colleague that we know has gone and knocked on his his gate. He didn't even make it to the door. Has knocked on his gate. That uh, the fourth member of the finishing move is The Rock. <laughs> well, he didn't get arrested, so I'm taking it as a good sign. All right, I'm going to tell you something I loved. Uh, I loved seeing um, Jake the Snake Roberts come out last good night one. on AEW. First off, he's one of my all-time favorites. He's not a Mount Rushmore guy for me. and Probably not a top 10 guy, but definitely a top 20. I love Jake the Snake. Uh, I loved the snake, the actual snake back in the day. I mean, he he is embedded in my memory uh, when he had the cobra biting on Macho Man's oh. arm, when Macho Man was was tied up in the ropes, and the cobra he put in the the box at the wedding. Uh, it, I mean, anyways, that doesn't have anything to do with last night. But that just, I mean, I love Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, and so uh, when he came out last night, I popped for him when he came out, and I loved his promo. He's one of the best. He probably is a Mount Rushmore promo or a top ten promo oh, guy. Oh, completely. Um and when he came out and kind of just told Cody Rhodes to to shut up and stop crying, I loved it. No, I agree with you. When he came out, and, w- and this is one of the things, and honestly, you and I, we, we fall on two sides of this, and I think AEW does a great job with it, is where I love the fact that AEW, they do bring out some of the legends, and that's the word I'm going to go with because I feel like you could call them old guys at any given moment, and I won't disrespect them that way. But they bring out the legends like uh, – you know, we have we've seen Arn Anderson, we've seen DDP, Tolly Blanchard, we've seen Tolly Blanchard. Now we're seeing Jake the Snake, Robert. Bret Hart, who and, debuted the belt, and the use of them is perfect. I love every bit of it. It's respectful to who they are going forward as a, as the legends that they are, and it's not disrespecting the characters that they are. But at the same time, it's still giving credence to the younger guys that are coming up. So I agree. I like that one. Uh, one moment that stuck out for me from NXT. Uh, you know I'm a fan of his, and I hope this is what we're going to see at the next NXT TakeOver, the cage match where you had the Dream taking on Strong. As he threw him out, he lost the match, but then he was locked in the ring with Adam Cole, baby, and ultimately took out Cole, climbed to the top of the cage, holding the NXT championship and pointing at TakeOver. So hopefully that's what it's leading up to is that it'll be Adam Cole taking on the Dream, the Velveteen Dream Velveteen. for the uh, NXT championship because like I said, I've been a fan of the Dream for quite some time. I've watched him not just the not just as a wrestler, the character himself, how it's evolved, how he's gotten better. I, I hope that's where we're going in the direction of that. I would love to see that. I would love to see uh, those two go at it. I know they would be able to put on a great show. Uh, TakeOver is a special uh, event. Uh, but I, 
but either one of those guys being the champion uh, hinders them from maybe making the jump. I would also like to see both or at least one of those guys make the jump up to a Raw or SmackDown roster. I would, but here's the concern that comes about with it. If we're looking at it, and maybe this is something we can talk about a little bit later on, but if you take a look at the landscape of it right now, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse, if you put them in a mid-card position, you're taking on Braun Strowman, going over to SmackDown, you're taking on Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, which Shinsuke Nakamura, we can talk about that when we go over the top rope, but Shinsuke Nakamura, you're putting them in a, in a mid-card that kind of is getting overlooked. And then if you take them to Raw, where you're putting them in the United States Championship uh, program, which I don't even remember. Who is the U.S. champ over on Raw? Andrade. My point proven. <laughs> well, he's been gone for a month because of the wellness yeah, policy. He'll, he'll be dropping that soon. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And we all have our picks for Elimination Correct. coming up later in the you, month. You put them in a very – I don't want them to – I think that's the thing. It seems like so many – we talked about it before, you and I, NXT champions that go up and they just kind of get lost in the movement. And Adam Cole, you know, he's not a big wrestler. He's not a heavyweight by no no stretch. When you look at it, he looks like he's – Probably only twenty pounds above being in the WWE's cruiserweight division. He's like me. He's a uh, he's like whoa, fit whoa, and just whoa, thin, whoa, whoa. Uh, and hey, it whoa, just comes whoa. off. Okay, now we're, what, we, what we're not going to do is lie to our listeners. As you're sitting over there saying you're fit and slim and slim and husky, maybe. Look, all right. If you want to call me a liar, there's a way that the, our listeners can go and see. They can go to the six eighty the fan and the Atlanta Sports X YouTube page, and you don't, we don't need your videos. You're so they big can and go to all. <laughs> Take it off. They, ooh, ooh. Don't 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 ask for something you don't want. Do you want me to go on Facebook Live or Twitter Live? Which one would you prefer? But it, you can well you could go to Six Eighty the Fan and the Atlanta Sports X YouTube page, and we put up videos. We try to do it every week. This past week, we uh, did a little uh, over the top rope uh, mini one and talked to a few different wrestling discussions. Uh, so make sure you go there, and you can see my nice sleek uh, tone physique. You're you're kind of like Otis, huh? And every time I watch SmackDown, I actually do think about you. You know, get you a midriff, a sleeveless denim vest. Uh, well, let me give you something I was not impressed with uh, over the last seven days of wrestling. And I know I'm not going to say Goldberg winning the championship because I personally don't have a problem with that, unlike some of the others on this show. Uh, but this was something that I think we all three would agree on if all three of us were here. And boy, you are just like I'm not. Throwing I'm not right. Bars. He's just not here. I'm letting the audience know. You're just throwing bars. I'm letting the audience right. know you not to a, expect the third agreement on this. You are just Look, a bad is. teammate, left and right, bro. This is well. Tell me if you agree with me on this. Uh, this was something that I feel like no matter what they did, it wasn't going to be good. <laughs> but this debut of the uh, spider that was in okay. the cage for Eric Rowan. I mean, there was nothing that was going to be in that cage that was going to pay off the build of that uh, that was going to be good. But I don't – but that was, in my opinion, uh, even worse than I think it could have been. Chris no. Colwell, how are you tonight? I am very well. Uh, thanks for holding down the fort, fellas. And uh, I heard you talking about the spider reveal with Rowan. Honestly, I always figured it was going to be the sheet mask from the Wyatt family, something along those lines, which would be even more like – psychotic but i don't know i mean like you said that wasn't going to pay off in any way shape or form and it just ended up being a huge letdown i mean 
really his whole push has just been a waste. I'm glad that's the only part that you heard because Adam's been a horrible. Well, basically, oh. basically oh, okay. you can say well, inform me. His whole career at WWE, in my opinion, has been a waste. I won't argue um, that statement. What's <laughs> your ideas about the spider? Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I mean, it I don't think it was never going to pay off. Exactly. It was never, unless you were going to actually bring out something that was literally dangerous to the fans. I mean, when you talk about, you look at um, Jake the Snake Roberts. You know, you you know how to control a snake. I'm assuming there are people who can do that. The British Bulldogs brought out a bulldog. <laughs> Wait. What was the bulldog didn't have rabies? It wasn't going to go into the stands and attack. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's what and I'm, that thing looked like it couldn't walk 10 steps without being out of breath. Don't most bulldogs like yourself <laughs> don't look like they can walk 10 steps without being out of breath. No, but that's what I mean. Like comparatively, what were you going to have them bring out? Uh, a you know, a bat? That can fly away. Then what animal could you bring out that's vicious that you could try and control? There wasn't one. Yeah. So this was never going to pay off in any shape, form, or fashion. When he would reach his hand in there and come out with this large gob of blood on his hand as if it had attacked him or bit him and then go in and do There was nothing there that you could ever pay off. It was the dumbest gimmick, the dumbest idea they could have come up with. So why does WWE paint themselves into these corners? That if they're if uncreative. We all, if we, we all look this. at it and they know they know they can't pay this off and any substantial payoff. Yeah, because it's WWE uncreative. We talk about how uncreative they are all the time. And I think that's the portion of it is with Eric Rowan and even you look at the more successful superstars on WWE roster, I think they're heavily involved in the creation of what they are, of who they become. The New Day come standing out, uh, Naomi becoming out coming out in the glow. I don't think Eric Rowan had any go with it. It was just kind of be big, be strong, beat people up, and here's a box. We'll figure out that portion later. Well, I mean, <laughs> you were trying to give him something, right? What can you realistically do with Eric Rowan? If you look at the guy on paper, is there a lot of charisma? There's really a lot you can do with the guy. I agree. They come up with a terrible idea, but they tried something. that built it up. It was a huge letdown. I mean, I don't think he's long. Personally, for what you know, for the WWE universe and the world, oh, okay, I mean, not not for the world, for the WWE world, so to speak. I mean, how do you know if he's long or not? Well, that's true. There's only one person or one one being that knows that, but you know what I mean. I guess. Uh, you know, I disagree. I thought I did kind of like Eric. I was kind of digging Eric's character when he was with uh, teamed up with Daniel Bryan. I thought that was probably the best run he's had. I mean, the White, the um, the Wyatt family runs were good as well, but he was very much a secondary or third yes, character yes. in that stable, and he kept getting hurt, so he would never be able to really get any momentum going. Uh, I thought the Daniel Bryan thing, if they had kept Daniel Bryan heel and kept him paired with Eric, I thought that they really could have gone gone somewhere with that duo. Uh, but that duo was not long for this world. Well, see, it's, it's another case of them coming up with an angle that they had to redo because they realized that it wasn't good. The whole Roman Reigns storyline from last summer that led to what Eric Rowan was revealed to be the the one that did it. But he didn't, you know, it made sense that he was going to be the one to attack Roman Reigns at Daniel Bryan's request. But then they decided to switch it, and Daniel Bryan what becomes babyface and ends up completely unrelated to that. And it just was it was a terrible payoff. So you. You took something like you said that was good for Eric Rowan, and you had you basically ruined it by coming up with an angle that you didn't know how to finish it. I mean, that's probably the problem. You should come up with a finish of an angle and build back, and I don't think they do that, and it ruined that. So they had to come up with something different. 
this is what we get. The best thing that could happen for Eric Rowan is either falls into one or two things. Either A, he goes back down to NXT and figures out a way to rebrand himself, or B, he has to be released. He follows Luke Harper, and they go and become a tag team. Uh, not the just, Basham brothers. No, Lord, not the or Basham brothers. whatever that brothers. was. The Bludgeon brothers. Bludgeon, yeah, brothers, Basham yeah. brothers were, were much worse. Yes, but uh, you make them a tag team someplace else, and you let them just be two monsters that can go as tag teams until he gets good enough to he can do it on his own. Maybe. I mean, we see this in wrestling, not just with uh, the spider incident, where something kind of gets built and built and built, uh, and then the payoff. Like your this, sleek aerodynamic body? In this, Yes. In this case, <laughs> uh, cannot, cannot pay off no matter really what you do with it, or sometimes it just uh, can't get paid off by the decision you make. Uh, and I, so when I look at something we've kind of already touched on, uh, can AEW kind of back itself into this corner with the exalted one? Uh-huh. Uh, are they going to be able to pay off this exalted one build? Now, I think they can. Uh, they still have the opportunity. We've seen, we talked about it uh, on this show and in previous weeks, whether uh, if it's Matt Hardy or if it's maybe mm-hmm. Raven, who we saw in Atlanta. Or even if it's Jake the Snake Roberts to a degree, uh, now he's not going to be able to be a wrestler, uh, but he's definitely you know been considered a dark character. Uh, you know, could those kind of guys pay off the bet? I think one of those could, but if AEW comes out of this, comes out with the Exalted One, one of these guys from one of these little promotions or independents or. Uh, a guy that we've never heard of or know of, which they have done, uh, I think it could be a major letdown for AEW, and there's something they've got to uh, watch. Well, I think in this case, because there's been so much, they teased Raven. They teased, now you've seen Jake Roberts, and he clearly has a different role now after his debut. And the fact that Matt Hardy's been like the obvious choice, I think, amongst a lot of fans for so long now, it's almost too obvious. So I don't think, any of those guys would actually be an impactful pick now for this role, but I'm with you. It can't be somebody that nobody's ever heard of. The whole stable's full of guys that you've never heard of before. It's got to be a big payoff, and it's got to be somebody you're not expecting. You know, a theory I, I read uh, a while back that would be completely out of left field, and you have to really think about it as to why it would, might work, Diamond Dallas Page. Because you look back, remember the the old gimmick where you know the, she was smiling, it was supposed to be that motivational speaker? Well, maybe it's taken a dark, twisted path. I don't think anybody would see that coming, and that's a big name. The thing that comes about from out of that, though, is where whoever it's done, whoever does it, it would be a big name. It's just an, it doesn't make sense. DDP was basically a part of the executive committee of of AEW. So it throws it out of whack. It throws it, and I think that they, I hope AEW has learned from their original mistake. I mean, one of their early on mistakes is how they painted themselves into a small corner with this uh, keeping track of the record. And then it was just kind of, well, wait a minute, he, he hasn't won a match yet, but he's getting a world championship match. He's getting a tag team championship match. So I think they've learned from that, and I think that's something that they would want to not paint themselves into that corner and doing again. So it might definitely be something, I agree with Adam and on this one, that it's going to have to be someone that when you look up, it's a payoff, it's a big payoff, and it's one of those scenarios where I think for everyone that's involved with AEW watching the way Impact Wrestling did the Aces and Eights back in the day, where that could have had a much bigger payoff than what it had and gone longer, I think that's the way that they're going to go with this is that they realize, you know, you got something here and you could really strike lightning in a bottle and they just have to handle it completely properly. 
I agree. I, I obviously, as I said that to begin with, it was my idea. I'm taking full credit for it. No objections. Good. So what else? Is when new? we return, we're going to talk wrestling. You're listening Wait, to we're the gonna talk, So what have we been doing for the first few moments here? What are we talk, we're going to talk more apparently wrestling. Apparently he's been talking about me. Well, you, he have, has. Been, well, you oh. have been here to talk. Well, I mean, he has. I'm going to need you a, to fill me in he's during a bad the break. Team. He's a horrible teammate. When we oh, return, man. we're going to talk wrestling. You're listening to The Finishing Move sure on Atlanta Sports-X. Live from Cobb County, this is The Finishing Move. Talking all things wrestling on the X. Hey, Adam, where are you? I'm here. Are you sure? So am home. I. Oh, you are. Good for you, Chris. Yeah, thanks for welcoming me back. You know, I, I got lost on the way to the studio today, and uh, I finally found my way here. Well, I don't know uh, if I believe that because I saw you in the studio earlier. Well, yeah. You and Big John were in a studio down the hall. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, you're listening to the finishing move here on Atlanta Sports X. I am Road Dog Adam Gillespie. Uh, that guy has a beard, and that guy <laughs> is Big John. Present. Evidently, we need to take roll. <laughs> Present. Yes, we were here recording, uh, actually recording an interview earlier. And in between that studio and this studio, because there's three in a row here, I got lost. But I, unfortunately, folks, I've had a long day and my brain just went on me. But tell the folks who you were interviewing and where they can find that interview. We present. Were, oh, you want to do a Big John or you just want to say present? Present. <laughs> or actually, do you have a clip from the interview? Do you? Present. Oh, go for it. So we got a chance to talk talk with Impact Wrestling superstar Michael Elgin. Uh, you know him as Big Mike. He has toured. He's been basically all around the globe in terms of his pre- professional wrestling. Um, and one of the things we got to talk to him about, he's currently in a storyline taking on Eddie Edwards in a best of five series. They're currently tied up two to two. And we got a chance to talk with him briefly about the series that he's in with Eddie Edwards. Wrestling somebody like Eddie it's so easy to make variants of everything you do and change it up. Uh, the original plan was actually to go in and have stipulations for every match, but me and Eddie fought each other and then told the company that we wanted to just have straight-up wrestling matches because the goal was to see who was the better wrestler. And we felt that together we could make it different each and every time out now this has been a great best of five series that has been going on because these are two very seasoned very well veteran wrestlers that have been going back and forth and this has been a great series to watch oh yeah definitely has two guys that can really go in the ring they've got a little bit of a history although he did talk about that in the interview that i think they'd only wrestled like three times prior to impact but uh it's a it's a series that a lot of folks probably aren't talking about as much as they should it's kind of going under the radar and the fact that I mean, they've been putting on these great matches. Folks need to go out of their way. If you kind of lost track of impact over the last few years, I mean, they're, they're still running Easy really solid shows. Oh, well, that was uncalled for. I can tell you where you can find them. They're on Twitch and Access TV. Look and out there. You can find them tomorrow night and Saturday Ooh. night right next door like to that. us. Will you be joining us? In the Coca-Cola Roxy Theater. Will you be joining uh, us? For the A-Town Be Down. <laughs> now, you said that the record was 2-2. Two and two. One of y'all said that, right? So yes, tomorrow what we're, we're going to do, we'll take roll when are we, we get getting, there. Are we getting? Are we getting? Yes. Are we getting match five during the A-Town no, Be Down? No. Match five will not take place there. Match five is going to take place, in, I believe it's next Friday on the... 10th, is it the lockdown show yes, that they're gonna doing? Yes, it's going to be at yes. their lockdown that they're going to be the final one because the winner of that match will get a world title yes. match against 
Impact Wrestling, Impact Wrestling's world champion. And that was one of the things that we brought up mm-hmm. to uh, Mike Elgin because currently the Elgin. champion, him too, Mike Elgin, sorry, uh, we brought up to him because the current champion for Impact Wrestling is Tessa Blanchard. That is the daughter of Tully Blanchard. You said what now? You said, but you said daughter? Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. Is oh the boy. world champion? Yes. And so we asked him, how does he feel about <laughs> well, that? Why would Michael be defeating, competing in the women's division? No, it's no, no. It's not the women's division. She's the world champion of Impact Wrestling. She is the first women's champion of Impact Wrestling. And we asked Big Mike, how did he feel about taking her on? I came in with one goal, and that was the world championship. And I don't care if it's male, female, an alien or an animal that's world champion. Whoever has that championship has a target on their back, and I'm aiming in on them. I heard him say alien there. Does that mean he wants to wrestle Chris Statlander down the road? Or E.T.? Or (laughs) E.T. Possibility. Very kayfabe of him there, by the way. I think Uh, he was very much in character. Now, also, because you kind of want to give the tale of two stories. If you haven't been over to ATLSportsX.com. What are you doing? Clicked on on the podcast tab. And actually listen to some of the interviews that we've had. We've had some amazing interviews with Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes, the Young Bucks. Uh, we will now have Big Mike, Michael Elgin on there, as well as we've had Moose on there. And as Moose will be in town for the Impact Wrestling's A-Town B-Town beatdown at you the Coca-Cola still can't Rock get it right. <laughs> you don't have to point it out, Colwell. Is it your first day? Sure I do. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Mr. I'm late. I'm so sorry. Moose, we asked him the same question about taking on Tessa Blanchard for the title, and he kind of went a different direction on us. Number one is I don't consider myself a bully. Um, Everything I do, I want a challenge, and challenging Tessa for the title won't be a challenge. So that answers that question. No, perfect. That's a very good answer. Winning the world title, I want, I guess, my real first time winning the world title to be a challenge. I wanted to go down in the record books that, wow, Moose won his first world champion by beating, by this big challenge. And I don't think Tessa gives that to me. So if, to answer your question, no. All right, once again, I, uh, I mean, it looks, like everybody, it looks like Tessa Blanchard has a target on her back when you're talking about Michael Elgin and, and Moose all uh, targeting her. Yeah, Moose said he d- didn't want to go after her for the belt, though. I think he wants the belt. He just wants it to be a challenge when he gets there is what he's saying, right? I mean, uh, and if she's the world champion, uh, I would assume she'd give him a challenge. Uh, remember, it's uh, tomorrow night and Saturday night, Impact Wrestling, the A-Town Beatdown right here in the Battery uh, at Coca-Cola Roxy. Tickets are still available. You can go to Ticketmaster, Alive Nation, I'm looking at it right now. There are still some real. There's still uh, front row seats available if you want to grab those. Uh, standing room only, starting at twenty three uh, t- uh, dollar. Uh, twenty three dollars. Say what? Uh, How much? Twenty three. <laughs> two three. I tell you what. What currency dollars. was that again? I tell you what. I'll make somebody a deal. If you want to go, follow myself at Johnrad four fifty. Follow Chris Colwell at Bearded Colwell, and follow Road Dog at Road Dog six eighty. Tell us who your favorite wrestler is. Hulk Hogan. And follow us all, <laughs> and I will give you Road Dogs tickets. What do you, why are you giving talk- away my tickets? You, are you going to be there? Uh, to be determined. I'll <laughs> give you Road Dogs tickets for tomorrow night's show <laughs> of the A-Town Beatdown at the Coca-Cola Roxy. You can pick them up right here at Dickey Broadcasting tomorrow. You can join the show. You can come. Me, maybe Chris Colwell might be there. I know I'll Road Dogs. Road Dog won't be well, there. Well, see, I thought they were at the Coca-Cola Roxy in Baton Rouge, so 
So I've already bought a ticket and uh, transportation out of Baton Rouge to go to the, the B Town beatdown. Did you use MapQuest? <laughs> you bought transportation out to Baton Rouge. Yes, and I can't. It's, I got to go on it now. You bought transportation <laughs> out. You know, this show must be the show that we're just going to lie to our listeners today. Is that the goal? No, I am going to Baton Rouge tomorrow. Yeah, but you didn't buy transportation. Well, I, didn't, I mean, I got, I attained it. expensive Uber drive. Well, I'm not Ubering. I'm flying. <laughs> but I, I, you didn't I, spend I, a dime. But I obtained it. You didn't pay for it. Well, and, and tomato, tomato. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I would I would highly suggest that you get over there. Uh, you can get tickets for both nights or just one night if you can't make it for both nights. Ticketmaster.com. Can you make it for either? A-Town Beatdown. I can make it for Saturday. You got tickets for me Saturday? Would you like me to get you tickets for Saturday? Uh, Wait, wait. It's a 2 o'clock game oh, out and, and then say the here game lasts go. two hours. That's four. Carry the four, one square root of say five. It's about an hour back. He's doing that math again. Hour and a half flight back and I land in Athens and then I got to drive down here. Mm. I'll, I'll get in touch with you. Are, are you sure? Because, I mean, I can get you a ticket if you need me to, man. I'll get in touch with you. You Let's think go if we ask them nicely, they would postpone the show till Sunday so Road Dog yeah, can yeah, actually be there? Yeah, let's try that. Wait, can you actually make it on Sunday? You know, when I walked in, uh, when I walked in over here, yes, I can. When I walked in, I was I walked by the Coca-Cola Rocks, and I was like, I wonder if the ring is set up. I wonder if we could get in there. And they maybe... won't let us in, I've asked. You did? Yes. I saw the trucks pull in. I saw the trucks back in. Yeah, and the trucks are over there. The TV truck is. I, I even, you know, I kind of dropped some names uh, of some individuals that I know, like the guy who went and knocked on the Rock's door and said, "I'm close personal friends with the Rock." Well, that's just, not going to get you in anyway. And, and that didn't. I dropped your name, and then actually, that's when they called security. So it did not go in my favor at all with that. Uh, let's go over the top rope. Uh, have you heard? I know you two probably might not like this, but have you heard? Tomorrow night on SmackDown, we're getting the return or the appearance of some old guys. Uh, the NWO is going to be a special guest on A Moment of Bliss. Uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Sean Waltman. No Hulk Hogan on this appearance. Uh, but the future two-time Hall of Famers for all three of those guys will be appearing on uh, a moment of bliss. Does yeah. that do any, Does that make you want to tune in? Sure. Uh huh. I'll get right on that. Actually, I do. Okay. Uh, they'll oh. be appearing on a moment of bliss. And one of the things that look, Kevin Nash is by far and away probably. I won't say he's the top uh, mic guy, but when you put him on a microphone, he's gonna cut a fun. He's gonna cut an entertaining promo. You add Scott Hall to it, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be entertaining. So I do. Once again, let's not let's not misconstrue. I don't want to see the old guys in the ring. Now, if they make it down to the ring and there's just a power bomb of someone, great. Should we expect yes. a uh, Bray Wyatt run-in? Bray Wyatt with the NWO? I maybe. I don't know. I mean, he he seems to appear when the legends come on the show. I mean, there's a very long history of that happening at the moment. Sorry if I caught you off guard with that. No. Well, if you'd have made a show sheet, it would have helped. So, hold on a minute. Does that mean well, you're admitting John Cena's a legend? No, no, he's not a legend. Well, because that's current, who he most recently but attacked. But he does not wrestle them. He does not wrestle them. He just attacks them. Uh, well, he John hasn't Cena, wrestled John he, Cena yet. He is has a match scheduled, if you haven't heard. I have heard with, that. With uh, John Cena. So that's not attacking and, and then never hearing from again. Yeah. Uh, so it is a difference. Yeah, okay. Well, either way, John Cena, legend. Future Hall of Famer. I won't argue that. He's definitely a future yeah, Hall of Famer. You have to admit it, though. 
Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, he's a I legend. Would, no, I won't admit that. No, then how's he a Hall of Famer then? Uh, is Coco Beware a legend? And some, no, he's some not. Walks. No, but that don't mean not. he should be in the Hall of Fame. But he is. So I don't. So, there's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame that I balk at. So there's that. Yeah, if Proceed. you listen to the last the finishing move dark <laughs> matches, boy. We, uh, we might have needed Caldwell. if we'd have stayed in that room much longer. We would have needed that ring next door. Uh, he's not the only legend. Those aren't the only legends returning. March sixteenth, which you know what day you that mean is? Three sixteen. Three sixteen. So who Ooh. would come back on three sixteen? Jerry the King Lawler. Exactly. Stone Cold Steve <laughs> Austin and Jerry the King Lawler will be there because it is Raw. Uh, so he'll be in the announce booth. Uh, but the return of Stone Cold. Now we've seen him come back a couple times over the last few years, and. Of course, he doesn't wrestle, uh, but he definitely pops the ratings for Raw when he does come back. Uh, people tune in to see what he's going to do and say. Uh, will this make you tune in? I know we're all going to watch anyways, but would this make you tune in any more than you already will? Uh, yeah, I would. I mean, obviously, we grew up in the era where Austin 316 was born. So it is always fun to see Stone Cold come out. It is always fun to just watch him come to the ring. You know, he climbs the, the uh, turnbuckle. The beers are thrown to which, by the way, who throws the beer to him with such precision? It was the timekeeper for years back Mark in Eaton. the Attitude Era. Yeah. yeah, I mean they they have really good aim. Yeah, uh, they get it to him with such precision. It's always just fun to see that, and then just to see what he's going to talk about. I'm intrigued to see what he has to say. Well, I mean, it should always be fun to see a good stunner or two out there. Whether you know, I don't know who it'll be on, but I don't know. I'm kind of hoping it'll be just one of those kind of fun throwaway segments that they'll do sometimes with these legends that come in give them some lower card heel to, to stun but i'd like to not see some you know somebody that's actually in a prominent position get fed to steve austin just for a moment on raw so that's kind of my only concern with it well uh maybe ricochet's arrow will continue to go up oh. uh and he can uh, be stunned by steve austin because we've all seen how that- that's worked out for him since you're <laughs> uh well this is great for him to be involved with brock uh, he was, he was, was. Uh, this past Monday, was wrestling the uh, 24-7 champion and lost. It's a storyline. Go the, with it. As the crowd was chanting, who is this guy? So well, People were chanting that in NXT when he was down there, too. So I, don't, I have no idea why Riddick Moss is on the main roster. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Kane Velasquez were seen at WWE headquarters today. Uh, rumors, of course, have been speculating of when they will return. Uh, neither is a currently supposedly planned to attend WrestleMania. Uh, would you like to see either of these guys or gal come back for WrestleMania? Ronda Rousey, I definitely would like to see her come back. I mean, uh, I think it's time. She had improved so much, and we talked about it heavily just here on the show on how much she improved. And one of the things I think they need to let her do, I think we got a chance to see it was they need to let her just kind of go off the cuff however she's comfortable where she cut that promo in a trailer or wherever it was and put it on her YouTube channel and just let her go. She was actually, she cut an amazing promo and I think she's improved so much more that it'd be a shame to just see her kind of dwindle away because, you know, I don't know if you guys believe in it, but maybe ring rust is a real thing and you want to make sure she doesn't get any ring rust on her. Kane Velasquez, the jury's still out on that one. Well, the thing with Cain Velasquez is, I don't know, you know, Ronda Rousey has a certain charisma to her, whether she was, you know, good on the microphone to start with or not. I don't, I've never seen that with Cain Velasquez. I've never seen that with Cain Velasquez whatsoever. And I mean, he definitely, to me, for me to have, you've already had the big match that people would want to see anyway. And it what lasted, I'm pretty sure it lasted shorter than the Ricochet match back in uh, October or whatever that was uh, over in Saudi Arabia. But if 
he actually is dedicated to really learning to wrestle, then sure, you know, give him another shot. I don't want to see him in WrestleMania this year. I don't really see a point in that. But Ronda Rousey, always welcome back. I agree. I, I want to see Ronda back. I think it'll be good to see her and Becky get into an angle. And I definitely want to see, hopefully, down the road at a Survivor Series, potentially the payoff of a uh, four horsewomen versus the four MMA horsewomen. We've been teasing uh, that forever. Yeah, so I hope, hopefully that comes to fruition eventually. Uh, Kane, I, I don't know. I, I think kind of like what you just said, the one match everybody kind of really would have wanted to see him compete in. We've already seen it was a dud of a match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it wasn't I, a match. Yeah, it wasn't, and it was not good. So we'll. But apparently he's under a three-year contract, uh, if you, re, if you uh, believe the dirt sheet. So we will be getting some more of Kane uh, in the upcoming Wait, years. Kane's coming back with Undertaker? <laughs> Well, I don't know, because Undertaker's not too happy with the WWE right now since he le- they left his wife off of the list that they initially put out when they were celebrating uh, Women's Ooh. Month, uh, which is March, when they were celebrating some of the past champions, uh, and she was not on that list. She kind of tweeted the uh, WWE, and when they went back and added her on there, uh, the Undertaker tweeted them and said, too little, too late. Ooh. And if you're not one, uh, familiar with who his wife is, it's Michelle McCool. Uh, former champion. Now, who all did they list? Was it some of the prominent women's champions, or was it just kind of like every women's champion ever? Uh, well, I believe were the, the belt was, was on about. There? Uh, I, yes, they were. Well, then Michelle uh, McCool definitely should have been on. And there. it was a list of about forty-five women. Yeah, it was I a believe. Very long list. So okay. the fact that they left her off did yeah, not that's bad. sit well. I mean, they started the whole thing off with Nia Jax, and then just rolled from there. So Whew. they went through everyone and. Look, Undertaker, rightfully so. He should be upset about it. Defend his wife and defend someone. Honestly, Colwell will disagree with me on this one. But defend someone who was a part of that era when women's wrestling was kind of looked at, looked by the wayside by the WWE. Well, Lay Cool was a faction with her and Layla. I mean, we they go. were something interesting, at least, that was going upset. on in the Divas. I'm not upset. How angry he is. I would actually have up. included Michelle McCool in the list. Much sooner than I would Nikki or Bree. One of the ladies on the list was uh, Lita, uh, WWE Hall of Famer, Amy Dumas. And she is partnering. 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 What's that? With Gail Kim. A-Town what? And uh, Christy Hemme. They have a Kickstarter going. They're trying to start a, a women's wrestling promotion, all women's, called Kayfabe. All women's? All women's. All real women's. wrestlings, real wrestlers, real stories. Uh, you can go to Kickstarter right now and donate to that project. They're trying to get $400,000 put together. And I believe as of right this moment, uh, they have a little over 56000 So they've got a little ways to go before they meet their goal of $400,000. And, of course, like most Kickstarter things, if you donate, uh, certain levels get you certain perks. Uh, I even saw one of the perks is you get to go and have dinner with the three ladies. If you donate enough money, and I don't have that enough money to have done that, so I, as you were looking well, we at me, we know you would. Oh, as soon as you said it, I'm like, he went. Adam's already donated. That's why he can't make it to a town beatdown tomorrow. <laughs> he's going to have dinner with Christy Hemming and Lita. But best of luck to those three ladies as they try to get this promotion up and running and off the ground. There's other people involved in it as well as you may remember. Uh, Chavo Guerrero behind the scenes uh, is working with them on it, among others. Well, I uh, thought it was supposed to be like an all-female completely. Well, I assume that is on the camera side in Chavo. Well, no, would be... it's supposed to be ran by all-females, too, at least oh, from what I read. Okay. But, all right, well, Chavo's not a bad guy to have there. I, just, I guess I misread what I read. I now, guess, are you guys I excited guess. to make it, start making it into WrestleMania season? 
Yes, I am. What well, do you we're think? in WrestleMania season, in my opinion. What yeah. do you think would happen if there was no one that could be there for WrestleMania except for the combatants? Because with this outbreak of the coronavirus, WWE has put out a statement where they're keeping an eye out on the coronavirus, and they want to make sure that they do not only what's best for their superstars, but for their fans as well. Could you imagine watching all of WrestleMania and there's no one in the crowd? It would be very much like, uh, what was that, Baltimore Orioles game a few years ago that they had nobody in the stadiums. It was dead quiet. But it would at least have an, I don't know, as long as you had the mic in the ring really close and you picked up the wrestlers' comments, I guess if they really played it off, it would be interesting, but it would be so odd for WrestleMania. Yeah, it would not be. You can't do that. No, uh, no, no, no. Because no. Some, we already talk about sometimes the lack of pop or pop uh, superstars get when they come out. So if you have absolutely no pops uh, throughout a whole WrestleMania, it's going to be a really hard watch. Uh, but did you see, I believe it is Italy. Italy they, is doing uh, it, every sporting event for the month of March is going to have no fans uh, in the country of Italy. So, like, every, I guess, the, what do they do over there? Soccer? Soccer and basketball. And basketball? None of those events will have women, I mean, uh, uh, spectators women. in the stands. I think it's stands. called football over there, by the way. Whatever. Eh, it's soccer. Whatever. There'll be no one there. It's been, a, it's been a major concern going around the world uh, where the Olympics, the IOC is concerned about wh- whether or not they'll be able to pull off the Olympics because different countries are afraid of sending their athletes over there. And obviously here in pro wrestling, we're, we're not exempt from a – the different things that transpire as well. And, and you got to think, WrestleMania brings people in from all over the world come in for this event. So uh, wherever this coronavirus is, it will probably be brought over. China. Wow, was that even necessary? <laughs> have to just call out China like that. We got some fun. Got some great listeners over there. They download- oh, do we? Are they <laughs> streaming? I thought we had six listeners. They download- And we confirmed the them. They've downloaded the SportsX app. They've tapped that app. They'll call us at 404-741-1230. When we return, it's time to go home. Good. You're going to listen to the finishing move on Atlanta SportsX, 1230 AM and 106.3 FM. Live from Cobb County, this is the finishing move with the road dog, Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan, Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe on the X. Welcome back to the finishing move. This is Road Dog Adam Gillespie. My partners, all three of us are here tonight. Chris Hi, Colwell and John uh, Radcliffe is present. present. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's time to go home, and we're going to do our Bye. picks for Elimination Chamber while we go home. Are oh, you not going to play that thing? I'm in a rush. Well, you tell me to go one? home. Tell me to leave. Being all so right. Rude. Uh, so this is where we stand going into Elimination Chamber this week. Cole, I mean, uh, John is still in first, uh, but the lead is getting uh, shorter and shorter for him. I am in second, and Colwell, who uh, had the strongest uh, revolution, uh, is still in third. So whatever that means I bowed. You. Nobody could see it, but I bowed. Thank you. Uh, so let's pick our Elimination Chamber matches quickly, as we're going to have to get out here in a moment. The no DQ match, Aleister Black versus AJ Styles. John, who you got? Uh, I'm going AJ Styles. Probably going to be unanimous. AJ wins. Yeah, I'm going AJ too, unless Alistair grows some friends to help him out against the OC and AJ. Uh, WWE US Championship, we kind of touched on this a little bit ago, so uh, I think we both know where we're going. Cole, where are you going? Uh, Andrade versus Humberto 
Carrillo. Humberto Carrillo. There you go. I said that. Carrillo wins the match because okay. uh, I think. Did y'all mention the fact that Andrade is probably going to be punished? Uh, yeah, he. Yeah, well, yeah. He's definitely punished, Carrillo. and this is going to be another. Otherwise, part of I would have picked him to win this thing. Adam, we need to get your official pick because you'll change your mind halfway through the weekend. <laughs> We're not changing, and then. Uh, but if anything is added on uh, Friday night, we will talk amongst ourselves uh, for that uh, tomorrow night on SmackDown. Uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. I have a feeling this is going to be unanimous too. The newly crowned uh, Monday Night Street Profits, the champions, are getting. Uh, I thought we didn't do rematches, but apparently Seth Rollins and Murphy are getting a rematch. Yeah, I'm going Street Profits retaining. Well, because the Raw Tag Titles never change hands on pay per view anymore, so definitely Street Profits retaining. All right, all three of us are staying with that. All right, maybe we'll get some different ones coming up. We've got two Elimination Chamber matches to go, but first. The Intercontinental Champion, Braun Strowman, is in a three-on-one handicap match against Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Nakamura. Cole, who you got? I got Strowman retaining. Okay. Uh, Braun Strowman retaining. It looks like we all are saying with that. Uh, we're going to all three go Braun. So it looks like there's not going to be a lot of ground made up on John on this, uh, this one. Uh, so let's go with the Elimination Chamber match for the ladies. The winner obviously goes on to face Becky Lynch. Um, at WrestleMania, and I think we're all going to agree on this one too. Uh, I'm not even going to go over the component, the uh, components. Com- yeah, they're components of the match. Go ahead, John. Who they're are components of the match. <laughs> they're components. They they're are components, all components of the- and they're right. competitors. Okay, if we have components of the match, then I choose the chamber to win. That's a component of the. I choose the elimination chamber well, to win. He can't win, so <laughs> the plexiglass. All right, he picked the chamber. Everybody heard him. He can't change. Yes, I picked my component of it. Well, yes. if the chamber does not get his hand raised at the, or her hand raised at the end, I you picked, lose the match. Uh, I picked the I'm component it of it. I'm with him. I'm writing this you, down. You made your chance. I picked the All component. Right, Cole, now, who you got? Oh, we're gonna go uh, Shayna Baszler. I as well. Shayna Baszler. All right, so like I said, all three of us. Uh, what about so, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions? That's where I was going next to finish us up because I think we may differ on this one. Uh, we've got The Miz and The Morrison. The Miz <laughs> and The Morrison? <laughs> the, the champs hey, taking wait, on. Wait, wait, Let's slow this down a little bit. Let's help Adam out here a little bit because Adam's had a hard time with words tonight. <laughs> the Miz, you know exactly who Have I was you been talking drinking? about. <laughs> Man, Be honest, you why don't you read through this, John? Have you been drinking? Miz and Morrison, New Day, Usos, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Ziggler and Rude. Colwell, who you got? Ooh, this is tough. I'm going to go with Miz and Morrison to retain. John? Miz and Morrison keeps the belt. I really want to see someone else get it, and when I say someone else, Ziggler and Rude, but I think Miz and the Morrison will retain. So uh, we've all agreed on all the matches here, so there uh, will be are no... We, uh, which, are we going to do the Daniel Bryant, Drew Golick? Oh, I didn't have that one on my list. Uh, sure. Daniel Bryant Daniel Bryan. Drew Golick. Uh, Daniel Bryan's going to win that. Yeah, I'm going Daniel Bryant. Yes! Yes, yes. Yep, all right, so we still all agree. <laughs> Are there any other matches that I wasn't aware of? <laughs> any other components that you, you <laughs> were aware uh, of? Uh, no. Colwell, you, you haven't, you, are you checking us now? Buddy? I, I'm making sure there wasn't anything else. The official WWE website didn't even have the Drew Gulak and uh, Yeah, I don't Daniel know where Ryan you got match. that one from. Uh, I got this one I think one you from, made that one up. No, actually, I got it from CBS Sports. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know, the official home of WWE, inside. CBS Sports. All right, so there you go. It looks like we'll all be tied. Uh, Coming uh, next <laughs> no Thursday, what. I'll still be in second. You'll still be in first, and he'll still be in third. Would you Would you uh, all like so. me to change a pick real quick just so we can have some differentiating? You do what you want to do for you. Alistair Black beats AJ Styles. All right. Well, you're going to go further into last place. If I do it, so what? At least I changed the game. 
I, that's what I do now. I changed the game. I did it last week. I do it again. Uh, also, I want to mention this real quick uh, for our buddy uh, Brandon Benefield. Uh, tomorrow night up in Canton, if you're in that area and can't make it down here for A-Town Beatdown Part 1, uh, they've got their uh, SHW card going on in Canton at the Action Building. Uh, looks like a great card going on. I'm sure tickets are still available for that as well. Uh, and you can walk up and buy those, I'm sure, in Canton at the Action Building. Also, uh, follow but do you on. know the time? Uh, I think bell time is around 7.30, there you uh, go. somewhere around so 8. be there at 5. Also, follow <laughs> him on uh, social media. He's doing uh, a great thing with the St. Patrick's Day uh, yes. Rock the Bald right here in the Battery. The St. Patrick's Foundation shaving our heads. St. Baldrick's. Yes, we're trying to get Chris Colwell to shave his head because Adam and I are both bald. You're going to have to reach out to uh, Victoria Colwell. On, well, she doesn't have social media. So, so you're giving that. your wife social <laughs> Wait, media. I can shave some. Will they have shaved this? <laughs> Will you yeah, sh- in the show, please. In yeah, the show. Look, if you want them to, bro. I mean, I don't know if they can shave this or not. I mean, if you want them to, knock yourself oh, out. Yeah. You want to be... Sh- Really you awesome. were saying I look like Otis. I was getting the Otis. You know, nobody can actually see this, but no, Adam Gillespie has his to. shirt up or his head right now. Someone needs to. You, but, you, well, the young lady out in the uh, office building cleaning the. <laughs> that's a sec- that you know, that's an HR problem. What you just did? No, that's not. A, trust me, it's happened. He's done worse. <laughs> he has done right. way worse. Uh, oh, you're boy. in charge of the time. How much more time do we have to fill here? Because the music's still going. Right, were you just trying to fill time? No, no, I can go for another hour. You want to go bump ESPN? Yeah, and we'll go for that? another no, hour. No, no, we have to. We still have to do a podcast too. Oh, that's true. All right, that's right. So go to uh, atlsportsx.com. Go to the uh, podcast section. You can hear all of our previous shows as well as the dark match uh, that we do each and every Thursday in the, the dark match. Yep, where we do one each week. But those dark matches. No, no, we do one match each week. And so it's Actually, a dark we match. did three last week, so technically it's the dark match. Make right? sure you go to 680 The Fan and Atlanta Sports X at YouTube pages. We try to, try to put uh, a video out every week. I know one of ours hit earlier today, yes. so you can get the latest one of those. Uh, uh, we've got uh, a Twitter account that's uh, WrestleSportsX. Yes. Yay, good job. We've got uh, a Facebook page, I believe, right? Yes, we do. We're all over the place. Plus, you can hear our shows on Apple and Android. Uh, uh, Google, Google Play, Play yep, Spotify, Spotify. There, we are all we are all over you without you even knowing it. Hopefully, Fresh not the way you just fake. were. It's still Fresh real to me, damn it! Fake.